This is Bob. Hey, it's Eric. How are you, buddy? Eric, I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. What turned you on to the Tedeschi Trucks Band? I think it was NPR. You're good. Yeah, the woman is is a really talented guitarist. They were having a show actually on women guitarists, and she was evidently she's this generation's Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, she's I, I, that's that's who I thought of when I heard her voice. That's very cool. Well, but I didn't, I didn't call you to talk about that. I called you to talk about. Um, Imagine, if you will, you're a brand new president. You've just arrived on campus. It's a small to mid-sized co-educational liberal arts school in, let's say, Wyoming. (laughs) All right away. They're in trouble. (laughs) Well, tell me what you do. What does a brand new president do when he or she lands on campus? Uh, That's a delicate time, and you only get it once, right? Yeah, the honeymoon is is brief and uh, immediate. Um, a lot of it depends, I think, on on how the former president left the place. But in many cases, you know, presidents leave with a lot of issues unresolved, decisions that haven't been made, and uh, the new gal or the new guy has to kind of you know get the, get there and, and hit the ground running. So I guess what I would do first is is as quickly as possible assemble a really small team of. Uh, people that you can trust, that uh, know the school, that have talent. Talent is always more interesting to me than titles. And and just sort of identify what are the strategic issues that have to be attended to immediately. Uh, in some respects, this is probably a gross oversimplification. You got to do triage. Yeah. You got to find out what's going on as, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Triage suggests that once you identify the laundry list of stuff that's that needing attention, you got to prioritize what what's bleeding fastest <laughs> or most yes, aggressively. Absolutely. Prioritizing and, and, stuff, and that sort of gets to a larger issue that we're seeing more than higher ed, where colleges are unwilling or maybe unable to invest the time in a, a formal strategic planning process, and they're almost, uh, in many cases, going immediately to sort of a okay, what is a list of of issues or strategic issues if they want that need to be attended to. So the second step. <clears throat> After that, assemble that group and identify those issues. Is to figure out some kind of plan on how you're going to address them. Who's yeah. going to address them? Yeah. And, and, and naming names is really big, uh, really important. You just, you know, colleges and universities, for all their good intentions, don't do anything. It's only the people at those schools that do something. So the third thing I would do is get out of my office. Mm-hmm. And, and oddly enough, with technology, it's really tempting to sit in the office and fire off emails and schedule meetings and do all this other kind of stuff. But, you know, I, I just really appreciate the new president who sort of is, is president by walking around, sort of to kind of borrow that phrase from the, the 70s. But, you know, goes into the dining hall and goes into the, uh, you know, goes to the football game or the basketball game or the you know, the ballet or goes, you know, is just seen on campus talking to people. It's so important that that people see and recognize the face of the institution. Plus, you're going to learn a lot. You know, you're going to learn stuff that your VPs are never going to tell you. So, you know, get out and talk to, you know, the staff and the faculty and, and certainly the students. What goes through your mind, Bob, when you hear a president, new or old, say, I've got a lot to do. I've got a lot to focus on. So I'm not going to be the face of this institution. My my number two is going to do that, whoever that may be. And I need to be 
out pressing the flesh with the public off campus. So my on campus presence, I'm going to proxy out to somebody else. What's your gut on well, that? Well, the whole phrase "I have a lot of things I need to focus on" is 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 a destructive comment. You can't focus on a lot of things. You've got, in fact, it's really hard to to, to focus on more than two or three things at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if the president, the new president, especially, spends all their time off campus, they may come home some night and find out the campus has moved. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe not physically, but perhaps yeah, emotionally culturally. or mm-hmm. culturally or you know chronologically or something. Yeah. So you just can't afford to go out. I mean, you have to go out, but you need to stay in at the same time. So the first year or two, totally schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've know, you got a brown bag for walking around campus, and you got a pack bag for going on a trip, and every day you probably don't know which one you're going to grab. Yep, and you've got somebody at the house for dinner that night. Yep. Yeah. All right, I cut you off. Where were you, number four? Number four is, boy, you know, a board hired you, probably a board chair, um, he or she staked their reputation on you. You need to spend time with that board. You do not ever want to surprise the board. You don't want to be cross-purposes with the board. You don't want the board second-guessing you. You don't necessarily want the board deciding for you, so there's a little tension there. But I, I would say you want to err on the side of, of communicating to the board more than you should rather than err on the side of not communicating to the board enough. They need to know that they hired the right person. Yep. And lastly, but not leastly, is, you know, I, I said walk around, and I, and I sort of poo-pooed the idea of electronics and email and so on, but you do need to build an internal communication strategy. You need to let the campus community, which includes alumni and board members, what you're up to, what you're seeing, what you're hearing, uh, decisions you've made and why is really important, decisions that perhaps you've decided to table, you know, push off the name change for a year or push off the should we open a campus in Dayton discussion, give yourself some breathing room. But, you know, an aggressive internal communication strategy, uh, if people know what's going on, they're just less inclined to make stuff up. Yeah, right. So really, you know, the best defense there is a really good communication offense. So those are the, the four or five things I do. I think I think those are really smart. And, and regarding the internal communication piece, I, I, it's remarkable to me how frequently I hear, and I'm sure you do too, the lament of the sort of the middle and, and, and bottom end of the campus um, organizational chart saying, you know, they make all those decisions up in the cabinet office and we never hear about anything. That, that is such a, a consistent message uh, across yeah. All campus sizes and types, um, I think senior leaders really need to take stock of the fact that they need to communicate more even if they think they're communicating fine. Yeah, and, and the other thing you hear in that same sort of vein is, you know, we don't know what they've decided on yeah. something. We heard they might have decided, but we don't know. So. I'm going to swing back to one, uh, and then I'll let you go. One one comment that you made about naming names, <clears throat> you know, building a, a, a strategic sort of taking a strategic triage process to the next level, identifying how we're going to do what we're going to do and who's in charge of it. What's your take on <clears throat> assigning committees versus getting real specific and assigning individuals with accountability to get stuff done? I, I'm not sure much great emerges from committees. Mm. I would prefer teams, and, and maybe that's just I'm overly nuancing it, but I would assign a leader. I would sit down with that leader and say, okay, here's my vision or my expectations, my mission statement for this issue. Go find some folks to help you. Yeah. Call them a team, call them a committee, call mm-hmm. them an ad hoc, this, that, or the other. But, you know, no, you can't do it alone. Yeah. 
almost any issue that, that colleges are facing these days, you know, they cross functions. Or, you know, they're not all in the, the the lair of one vice president. They may involve multiple vice presidents. So, you know, you're going to need a lot of what you want to do as a president and a lot of what you do certainly as a VP is getting other people to work with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that accountability piece, it seems to me, is is easier managed and probably more efficiently and effectively managed to get the job done if, if it falls to one person who's managing a team uh, all focused yep. on the same effort. Yeah, good. There's a, the old saying, no <clears throat> snowflake in an avalanche ever feels responsible. <laughs> I love that. Name <laughs> me a name. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. I appreciate your time, buddy. Take care. We'll talk later. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.